everybody, and welcome back to another episode of Heavy Pages, a Divorce Journal. This is Josie, your host, and I want to start this episode by saying I highly recommend that you check out the previous episode to this because this is kind of, it is a new journal entry, but it is a continuation of what happened in the last episode, which is emotional raw, and definitely something you want to listen to so that you are caught up for this one. But if you choose, you can obviously keep listening to this one and then go back for reference on the previous episode. And with that, I'm going to go ahead and start. And this journal entry is for Tuesday, April 6th. This is the email that I sent Guy today. I believe you when you say that girl is just your friend. And believe it or not, I'm glad you're making friends. However, it was still our home, your family's home that you brought this person into, that you spent time alone with, without a thought to me or how it would look. I understand that you do not love me anymore, but you could at least think about my feelings even a little. But you did not think about me And I know that you have been telling me all along that things were this way in your words and actions, and I just did not want to see it. I kept fighting for you. I kept fighting for us. But I'm all done now. You do not love me, and me begging you for date nights and retreats will not change that. I see that now, and I accept it. So I like what I said and the way that I worded it, It hurt and it sucks, but it's over. I do really accept that. When I talk to his mom, she's like, move on with your life, but do not make any decisions, final decisions, right now. Well, I hear what she's saying, but I still need to move on and see it over. I have given so much of myself to Guy. I have not been perfect, I know that, but I have loved him and taken care of him. He does not love me. He says he does not love me. What more can I do but give up and start saving myself? My life is not even halfway over. If I live to be 80 years old, then I still have a bit more than half. And I will not spend any more of that time being hurt and waiting around for someone that does not love me. I'm worth more than that. I know it. I know I am. And I'm done being or letting myself be walked on. Because I know that he has been honest and straightforward in comment and action. Well, in most of it, when he's in the mood, he does think with the wrong head. But hell, he warned me about that too. So I am the idiot. I get that now and I'm calling it quits. I'm stopping the fight. I'm throwing in the towel. I'm pulling up stakes. I'm done. Over. Finito. LOL. The jig is up. Okay, I'll stop now. It hurts, and I'm making jokes, but yes, it's over. So there you go. This was sharing the letter I wrote him in response to the email that I had read, the email that he had written to me that I referenced in my previous journal entry. I didn't read his email verbatim, but I did discuss what he had said. I like the email I sent him. I agree with my old self. It was very clear. It was short. It wasn't attack dog or 
insulting or hitting below the belt. It was sharing very clearly my feelings on what he did, what it meant to me, and what I finally had come to realize. So looks like this was the next day after it all happened. And I seem to be, I'm not going to say in a good place, but in a resigned place, in a place of possibly some acceptance. Could it be that even through all the pain, I felt like a weight has lifted because I was just fighting against the current for this relationship, for this marriage. And deep down, I knew that he just was not putting in any effort, that that's not what he wanted, but I couldn't let go. I didn't have a good enough reason to let go, that him saying he doesn't love me anymore was not a good enough reason. I needed to really get bashed over the head with some chick for it to be enough. Well, that's okay. If that's what it took, that's what it took. And I don't like, I hate when people say it is what it is. What it is. So I'm not going to say that, but that's what it took. And I'm okay with that. It could have been something worse. So I feel good about the letter that I wrote him. I feel good about what I am acknowledging. I thought it was funny and cute that I could make jokes at the end. I was hurt, but I was making jokes. That to me makes me feel like it was the other side of things. I was really, really accepting that I was going to be on the other side of things now. I'm sure that the next few episodes are going to be journal entries about a whole different dynamic. Now we're like, okay, it's over. Now the plans start. Now let's figure out what's going to happen. Now I need to move forward for myself and my son. I don't want to stay living at my mother's house forever. I've got to start making plans. And I'm sure there's going to be a lot of pushback here because while I was in limbo, he didn't have to worry about too much. But because of the type of person that I was and I continue to be, once I accept or recognize or decide something, I am full steam ahead. So if we're over, then I'm moving to my own place with my son, or he's moving and I'm taking the house, or we're selling the house, or stuff is going to start happening quick. I'm not going to now sit around anymore. Now I need to start making plans for myself and my son for a comfortable future and he's going to deal or not deal but it's happening it's rough it was rough there's no denying that divorce and separation is such a painful and roller coaster of a situation of a phase in people's lives if they have to go through it. It's, it's bad. It's bad. But the other side of it can be so good, depending on, you know, how you travel the path. I'm not going to say I did perfect. I definitely made a lot of mistakes. I definitely held on longer than I needed to. I probably focused on things I shouldn't have once it was done. I was in therapy. As you guys know, I love therapy. I mention it often. It's the best thing ever. And therapy helped me not to be 
maybe as much as an evil bitch as I may have been otherwise, because I was prone to hitting below the belt sometimes when I really was upset and felt like I needed to explain something or say something and it just wasn't getting through. I could go below the belt, but therapy helped me to not do that anymore. I am extremely conscious of that. And I 99% of the time, maybe 90, I don't do it. So I think that I was a better ex-wife than maybe I was wife. I don't know. It might be too soon to say any of that stuff. But yeah, it's painful. It's painful. It's not something I wish on anybody at all. But there is some value to it. I definitely grew as a person going through that. I definitely grew, I think as a mom, I grew also as a woman. I also grew as, I always thought I was tough as nails. I knew what I could and couldn't handle but for a while there, I totally forgot. And then I just, and then I remembered with a vengeance. And I have not allowed myself to forget it since. So if there's a, if there's a silver lining to that terrible cloud of divorce, that's, that's it for me. All right, everyone, I'm going to leave it here. Thanks again for listening. If you haven't heard that other episode, I suggest you go back to take a quick listen. If you have anything you want to share with me about your experience, please feel free to do so. You can reach me at www.heavypagespodcast.com. And if you know anybody that might be able to get some value out of this podcast, then I ask that you share it with them. And Thanks again for listening. I will catch you on the next one. Bye for now.